murder. Oh, shit, we got it. We got it just like right on time we that did, time, Derek, We did a great job. I think uh, we did, too. And let's I just wrap this shit up, dude. Yeah, I don't know if we're going to get any better than we did right then. Chelsea, how are you doing tonight? <laughs> I'm amused. I'm highly amused. You guys did a, a, not one but two perfectly in sync. It was good. Thank I was I was kind of shocked and amazed that we actually were able to do it. And that. we did that live, guys. There was no uh there was no CGI involved. There was no <laughs> no pre-recording. There were no pre-recordings, no voiceovers, man. That's the real deal. Real deal holy field, son. Yeah. So tonight we're going to talk about uh someone we actually have a, as you guys can see if you're obviously watching the video, the live video, we have a art piece from Oddest Tool. Chelsea, do you remember where we got that from or how long we've had the Oddest Tool piece? Oh, we've had the Otis Tool piece for quite a while. It's uh, one of the first pieces we got, uh, I think, in the first round. Didn't we get those from was, that that Mer- big... was it from Merle or Andrew? I, I want to say Andrew, Andrew Dodge. He's I think it was from Andrew. One of the uh, bigger dealers in uh, Murder Billia. Um, so we're going to talk about Otis Tool tonight. We're going to let it start off. Chelsea's going to give you a little bio, and then we're going to get right on in it, baby. He's a bit of a creeper. Oh, he is. Brace I read yourself. the Bible quite a bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, the uh, piece of artwork we have, so it's, uh, what, what would you say? I can't really see it from here. It's, but it's, uh, like, it's a marker like a, drawing. It's or? a marker marker drawing. It's kind of like a demon fish boy. Uh, it looks like a kid drew it. I've got it. Uh, I've got what? it zoomed in. I've got it zoomed in so that everybody can see it. So. Yeah, there's not a whole lot to it. And, uh. The value of that thing, I think, is probably anywhere between four and six hundred bucks, depending on you know the, how badly that person wants it. He's most certainly not a uh, not a Leonardo da Vinci. No, no. it's pretty <laughs> creepy. It's it's definitely simplistic. It's pretty creepy. Kind of looks like it has like giraffe horns and a mustache and elf ears. I don't I don't even know what it's supposed to be. It's a humanoid type face, and it's extremely creepy. But um, I guess what else? Do you expect from someone who has an IQ of like 70? So Yeah. yeah. And one thing is for sure that he spent very little time or effort <laughs> when he did that. So right. he must have been making them big bucks, dog. Them big old bucks. All right, it kind of looks like him. I wonder if it's some kind of skewed self-portrait because he's a weird looking dude. Um, anyway, well, we're talking about Otis Tool. Otis Elwood Tool was an American drifter and serial killer who was convicted of six counts of murder. Like his companion, Henry Lee Lucas, Tool made confessions he later recanted, which resulted in murder convictions. So, um, obviously, Otis Tool goes hand in hand with Hen- Henry Lee Lucas. They're quite the pair. Mm. Um, some crazy stories coming from them. So Otis Tool had six confirmed victims, hundreds more claimed, which is kind of funny because I feel like Henry Lee Lucas was the mm. more flamboyant of the two about the crimes. He was the more, uh, I guess, out there, outrageous, what, whatever the word is. He, for well, that. he was the, I mean, of the two, he was the ringleader, you know, basically. He I mean, only has three confirmed kills. Eight are disputed, and they claimed hundreds as well. So Yeah, these guys were total scammers. Now, do I believe, indeed, they're serial killers? Absolutely. Do I believe they really murdered hundreds of people? No. These guys weren't very, very smart. And if ever 
Could you pick a better duo of serial killers? I mean, don't they fit to a mold? When you see their pictures, you're like, yep, that guy's a serial killer. I mean, I think really when uh, when you've got two people who kind of grew up in this, you know, sort of, I mean, obviously they both had awful childhoods. Um, they were poor, degenerate, kind of drifter types. Yeah. And they both had like, you know, sub 100 IQs. They were not smart guys. I mean, I think ultimately what you end up with is a perfect combination for violence and for any number of atrocious behaviors to kind of come to light. So, and, uh, not to, not to mention, and I could be wrong, Chelsea, correct me probably, but it was, I think it was oddest that his grandmother would take him like grave robbing and was doing like satanic rituals as a kid, or at least that's what he, his claim was. I believe so. I'll look a little more into that. Um, the, I guess their biggest claim to fame was, of course, the Adam Walsh case. That's what they're probably most known yes, for. That Otis uh, took the. Yes. And credit. then Henry Lee Lucas, um, he falsely claimed that he supplied the poison for the mass suicide of the People's Temple in Jonestown. Uh, and that he was. <laughs> while the, he was locked up. <laughs> right. Crazy shit. And yeah. while he, uh, he was also the one who killed Jimmy Hoffa. Um, he said that he committed murders in Japan and Spain, um, but there's nothing to say that he ever left the U.S. So um, they both suffered horrific child abuse. So I'm sure. Uh, so uh, Henry Lee Lucas, his mother, Viola, beat him regularly and forced him to watch her have sex with strangers. Uh, his father had lost both legs in a train accident. Damn. Um, and he died uh, after he got pneumonia. So uh, Viola sent uh, Henry to school without shoes and wore, like, did his hair like a girl, apparently. Yeah, you really can't complain about having no shoes because your dad's like, motherfucker, I ain't got no legs. <laughs> you complain about shoes? You can't shoes? really complain because he's dead. So. Yeah, well, if I didn't have any legs, prop me up on a skateboard, Derek, and I think I can get around all right. Dude. I think you would make it, dude. I think you'd, I think oh, yeah. you'd feel right at home. Learn a couple tricks, man. Uh, Henry Lee Lucas was about 10 when his eye was permanently damaged after his brother swung a knife at him. Uh, so he had a glass eye. Um, so for Otis, his mother was a Christian extremist and his grandmother was a Satanist. So it is true about his grandmother, but his mom was on the complete opposite side of the spectrum. Mm -hmm. Um, he was molested by his older sister. He was made to wear girls clothing. Um, and then when he was a teenager, he was forced to participate in sexual acts with his father's male friends. So needless to say, they were both extremely fucked up from the get go. I think they had absolutely no chance at becoming normal functional contributors to society. Yeah, that definitely still doesn't give anybody a pass. You know, no, uh, no, no, yeah, no, yeah, no, 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 no. I know you you're know. not. I'm just uh, just reiterating a thought that you know there are a lot of people that have a lot of fucked up past, a lot of fucked up childhoods that go on to uh, to end up being you know decent people, decent people, yeah. exactly. Yeah, dude, that's that's definitely not an excuse, but damn, that's crazy, dude. That I mean, can you imagine living in that shit? I mean, that would definitely fuck you up. Yeah, no doubt, dude. No Without doubt. Out a doubt. I mean, dude. I think it's it's absolutely awful. I feel fucking terrible for anybody who has to grow up in that situation. But you know, you ain't got to go. Yeah, kill you ain't got to go. You ain't got to go kill at least three people and then claim to kill multiple hundreds of people. Yeah. So if anybody, if you're watching right now, you want to add to, we got any of our uh, friends that are uh, true crime experts. You want to drop a line and you know. uh fact checked us or give us some facts feel free to do it as we are live baby we are live uh and at the same time for those listening on spotify sorry you missed us sorry you missed it <laughs> need to tune in we're going to be going live uh currently from offbeats page 
which you can find at creepswear.com. And eventually we'll have a YouTube. We'll go live there. We're going to go. We look what we did in just a little bit of time, dude. We've built a set where we sound good. We look good and we feel good. <laughs> we, I guess we're getting there, brother. We're, getting we're there. making it all happen. Fake it till you make it. Faking it till you make it, dude. That's like the that's the oddest tool in Henry Lee Lucas' fucking uh, motto for life, right oh, there, dude. Yeah. Fake but, it till you make it. <laughs> fake it until you make it to be hundreds of thousands of keep people dead beneath your blade. What else you got over there, Chelsea? Anything? Um, yeah. There's there's a bunch of yeah, I want to hear weird it. shit about them. Um, I mean, obviously we've watched pretty much all there is to watch. YouTube wise, uh, Netflix wise, documentary wise, but there are a couple things, um, you know, just I don't know, little little weird facts. Yeah, let's hear. Yeah, let's hear some tidbits. Sure. Uh, fourteen or fifteen years old, Henry abducted a girl from a bus stop and beat her unconscious before sexually assaulting and killing her. So you know, younger than our son is now, our son's sixteen, and just to think of a fourteen or fifteen year old capable of that is crazy. Which actually, as of a couple days ago, there was a girl in Florida, I want to say. She was 13, and she went missing uh, on Mother's Day. Damn. And they found her, and they wouldn't even say how many times she was stabbed. But it ended up being they took a 14-year-old boy in custody. And his friend, him and his friends, are, like, bragging all over social media about committing the crime. Fucking bunch of Jesus, morons, people are man. fucking nuts, bro. This world's going to hell, baby. Absolutely. So I don't know. I, I don't want to say kids these days, but obviously this was back in, you yeah, know. Yeah, this was a while ago. Yes, this was far, far back. Um, so then, uh, what you call it? So then, so that was Henry. So uh, Henry also got into it with his mom because after he abducted the girl, he spent, uh, he spent time in prison for it. He was released and then he got engaged uh, after he moved to Michigan, after he got out. His mom was not happy with the engagement and so he slashed her neck with a knife. Um, and uh, he claimed it was self-defense because she was beating him with a broomstick, but he was sentenced to 20 years in prison for the murder. Damn. Um, but due to overcrowding in the prison, he was released early. So this also goes back into something we've previously discussed on murder is the case about preventable murders. Mm-hmm. Um, cause it was, uh, her Bowmeister we discussed yes. yeah. that it was totally preventable because he went to prison and Pazuzu as well. Um, it was totally preventable. Had they only stayed? Yeah. If they had just stayed, Herb hadn't been arrested. Yeah, no, no, yeah, that was Pazuzu. It, was it wasn't Pazuzu. Herb. It yeah, wasn't Pazuzu. Herb. well, we were talking about well, mental. No, Ill- Herb was the one where everybody was coming forward and saying yeah. it was him, and the police weren't going to touch him because he was an upstanding member of society, and that was parallel to like the, the dom and, and the Dahmers. Yeah, yeah that, that fat yeah, wallet too. Dude. Yeah, that fat wallet goes a long way in this sure. country. Henry Lee Lucas and Otis Tool, they did not have fat wallets. <laughs> No, they didn't, and they barely had a set of teeth together, dude. Yeah, I don't. Together. It was. Uh, it was. Most of them in the front were gone. She gone. It was pretty raucous looking, dude. It looked like they. It looked like they'd been fighting Chewing on some rocks, fighting rocks with uh, with their bare face yeah. for like years and years, dude. Oh, yeah. But they were. Uh, they were pretty gross looking guys, man, for sure. No doubt. But yeah, if they had just stayed in prison, I mean. Or at least gotten some help or some diagnoses or some shit. Like, right. You know, who knows how many people's lives could be saved. Uh, up to hundreds, a minimum of 11. <laughs> I <nine>. think more <laughs> likely nine. <laughs> yeah, they met. Uh, they both met in 76 at a Jacksonville soup kitchen, Jacksonville, Florida. Um, and they soon developed a sexual relationship. Ooh, sexual relationship. Uh, Tool later claimed to have a company, Lucas, and over a thousand murders. <laughs> 
Come on, bro. <laughs> there's no way they're not. I mean, there's no way they'd be killing all day, every day. Honest's yeah, first murder occurred when he was 14, so they they started very very young with this behavior. Yeah, and it's not even like I mean, at 14, I can't even fathom coming up with like the the fucking the. I don't even know, like, the wherewithal to fucking feel like I could commit a murder, dude. I could barely walk down the road. You know what I mean? No, I mean, I can, I can definitely see how, why and how pre- people murder other people. Yeah, um, yeah. I've now at 30, to, I, dude, I've fucking, yeah. this shit crosses my mind daily. But I've but. never, <laughs> I've never acted on it. Yeah, not yeah. random. Or that's what my lawyer told me to say. Not I'm random, folks. But 14 <laughs> years old, dude. 14. Yeah, not just at think, 14. Yeah, just yeah, think bro. about how, like, young you are, What man. were you thinking about at 14, dude? Psh. Dude, the next time my mom, like the next time, like one of those fucking uh, like (laughs) like JC Penny magazines was gonna come in so that I could fucking scope out that uh, that that lingerie fucking uh, (laughs) that lingerie section, dude. Dude, Those JC Penny catalogs were the shit back in the day, son. JC Penny, dude. If if I like managed to get my hands on a Victoria's Secrets, bro, it was done. Good three hours. Yeah, dude, it was all night, dude, all night to the break of dawn. Oh yeah, dude. Oh my Thank god. Thank you, Jason. <laughs> what else you got out there, Bobo? Uh, so congruent to what you just said about the meeting at the soup kitchen, and you know they had their relationship, killed hundreds of victims, and uh, it was said that uh, Otis often ate the remains. So. I don't know I don't about that. that. I don't believe that shit, dude. Uh, he ain't had so he for that. He says he's eaten. Maybe that's why his teeth are fucked up. Maybe he ate hundreds of people. <laughs> <laughs> and his teeth just fucking didn't yeah, hold up. I just can't fucking buy that, dude. No, I think, I mean, it was pretty obvious these guys were like, uh, I mean, for one reason, they were telling, they were con- uh confessing to murders because every time they did they get brought in they get cigarettes they get so they get to go on a joyride like you know what i think i buried over there and i imagine that you know there was an element of of the police being able to kind of clear um unsolved cases off their books and they've got you know these two guys who are like oh you want to take us out on the town for a little while shit i did it I did it. Well, they didn't want to, uh, Henry wanted to stay in prison after murdering his mom. I mean, if you grow up in such a volatile and unstable, you know, with an unstable childhood and you, you know, maybe don't know where your next meal is coming from or you can't sleep comfortably or you get absolutely ridiculed or tortured in your daily life. I mean, I'm sure prison at that point is a fucking reprieve. Yeah, more than likely. I mean, you should, nothing else. You're getting, you know, three meals a day. You're getting a place to sleep. You know? True that, dude. Man, those guys went through some shit. Man, they caused a lot of grief for a lot of people. I know. That I, I remember seeing that uh, clip of uh, is it Adam Walsh. Yeah, the America's Most yeah, Wanted. Host. Yeah, because Otis wrote him and like went to to pretty good. They really, I think they kind of believe he did that murder because he knew a I lot think of they what did. he. Yeah. It's been declared that he was the murderer. Okay, that because he knew too much about like the you know what had happened. They but didn't they really knew a that. lot about. There was um. I can't remember what the actual cases were. It was something we recently watched, but Otis and Henry came forward as committing that string of murders mm-hmm. and they knew a lot of murder. Like it was very plausible. They actually entertained that they had committed the murders. The authorities did yeah. um, because of the information they had from it. 
but they, as they dug deeper and deeper into it, there was no physical way that they were in those spots when they claimed they were. So even though they knew much too much about it and they knew information that nobody else knew, um, they wondered if maybe they had a relationship with the person who ended up doing it. Maybe he was part of their little group for a little while and traveled with them. Um, but it was, I mean, they claimed it and said that I think it was like eight murders Mm -hmm. and I mean, they they couldn't have done it because they weren't in the the sp- the pl- pl- place. Yeah, <laughs> words that word. Surprise, uh, motherfucker! <laughs> Surprise, motherfucker! <laughs> um, they had a name. Like the media had gave them a name. Was it the Toolbox Murders? No, no, no. That uh, wasn't the Toolbox. What, what murders. was the? They had uh, been coined. You know, everybody gets their own little the Night Stalker. Well, I know like that they claimed comic book. they claimed to be part of some sort of satanic group. I believe it's called like the Black Hand or something like that. You yeah, have to so check I think me it on was, that. I think yeah. it was the Black Hand, and it was almost like they they tried to create this narrative that they were these like super spies who went around the world assassinating people on behalf of the devil. Yeah, but they know, had no money, shit. bro. Yeah, they had no money. They had <laughs> they, no resources to do anything like they that. Had, they had a, a like it's, an old shitty vehicle and traveled as far as that would go, which is like an hour down the road. Yeah, dude, it's pretty pathetic like to to imagine that these guys, if, if they even like had the slightest belief that uh-huh. this was a real narrative, yeah. it's like 100% delusion. Yeah. You know what I mean? No doubt. It was, I mean, their relationship is insane and, and tumultuous at best. It, you want to talk about definition of toxic relationship. Because oh, yeah. um, it says uh, that Henry didn't agree with Otis's cannibalism. Um, that Henry ran away with Otis's niece and murdered her. Jesus, and then yeah. uh, Ted Bundy was blamed for one of their murders. Oh, shit. Um, the reason that Otis was arrested for Adam Walsh's murder was because Henry was boasting about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, due to loss of evidence and a recanted confession, Tool was never officially charged with Adam Walsh's murder. Yeah, I think that that's the the that's the hang up. But I think all evidence does lead to Otis Tool being the guy. I believe so. I mean, there just wasn't enough, I guess, to convict him with, which if they're sitting in prison, well, they're both dead now, but, you know, if you're sitting in prison for a long enough time, I guess you, there's justice. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I guess so. But, I mean, you know, if nothing else, we got America's Most Wanted, and that definitely has helped solve shit. Countless countless crimes. First off, I want to thank Sam. Sam, thank you for sending us some stars. We appreciate them. Oh, Sam, send them stars. Thank you, Sam. Somebody sent a thousand stars. I got a stack of DVDs over there. You can pick one through seven and you might pick something good, baby. Um, Let's answer a couple of these questions. Uh, We got Sean. I heard flatulence. I've been summoned. What the fuck for? What's good? (laughs) What up, dog? Michael Mills says, have y'all heard the theory that H.H. Holmes was also Jack the Ripper? Yeah, I have heard that theory. Yes, I've heard that too. Uh, I think the general uh, consensus of all that is that there's no way he was able to be over there during the time frame or something like that. Is that what it is? I can't. I, I can't recall. Um, yeah. I don't think. I, I don't am fairly certain that it has been attributed to a Hungarian barber. Uh, I think that they have the DNA evidence. I think that all um, the time periods line up. I think he was in the Whitechapel area at that time. He was a barber, uh, so he would have had you know the tools to to be able to to 
murder people in the way that Jack the, the Ripper murders. Yeah. So I don't think that H. H. Holmes really had any anything to do with that. So yeah. So just a regular Sweeney Todd just yeah. hacking away at yeah. prostitutes. Yeah, for the most part. Uh Steven Geiger says, Chad, that mic sexies your voice up. Can you talk to me to sleep with that mic? Yes, I can. Send me some stars, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony says, What's up, offbeat gang? What's up, Anthony? Just realize you're talking about Henry Lucas and Otis Tool. If you guys got anything to add, we are live. Feel free to add. Um let's talk about the uh, the piece of art just for a second. For yeah, the people let that, me go ahead and and zoom on in on this yeah. boy. Uh, people that are just tuning in, uh, there is, uh, me and Chelsea got into collecting, it's called Murderbilia, and it's uh, a lot of uh, different artifacts, mainly art, letters, um, clothing, even hair of, of the, you know, the people on death row. Death row inmates, serial killers, uh, mass killings, you know. We don't really get into that. We're more on the serial killer side of things. I don't know. I would be interested in some of the more notable ones in mm -hmm. history as far as, you know, yeah. some of the bigger events that have happened in the past 10, 20 years. But I mean, those are historical events, you know, and they, yeah. they, they do right. have some significance, you know. It might not be something that you want to glorify or anything like that, but no, it definitely we, has. No, we don't you know, do, I mean, I, everything that we've ever done as far as talking about our collection, we make it vividly clear that we do not glorify any of these pieces of no. shit, that we, we recognize that they are all terrible human beings, that they all did um, I mean, committed crimes against humanity. Yes. We we don't condone any of it. We don't support any of it. But it's very interesting to be able to hold a piece of history like that in your hand yeah. and see it and look at it and see their handwriting. And it. it just it's it puts you like when we go to the sites and stuff, Chad talks about it's just that like rush of adrenaline. And it's it's just something cool that we get to do and we get to experience we've actually pumped the brakes quite a bit on collecting and uh you know purchasing anything further just because we've shifted our focus a little bit yes. but it's still something that i mean there are definitely pieces we can't let go we have several manson pieces and and richard richard ramirez um different Dahmer. things like that and it's just cool to be able to watch the stuff and, and listen to the stories. And it's, it's just like, what the fuck? It's crazy. It's yep. just crazy. I think my ultimate retirement goal would be to eventually retire, have a, a museum of true crime and like a little offbeat store. And we just sit back there and just blaze to the end of the day and do some podcast dog. That's what all I the do. CBD. I want to I want to build this up so we can actually make a living out of baby. That's the dream, baby. That's the dream. Yeah, living the dream on the daily. We almost we're like thirty uh, percent of the way there. Dude. We're thirty percent. <laughs> we just gotta. So back to the to the murder billy. So uh, murder billy is art that's done by someone either on death row, typically, or someone who's murdered someone. You know, someone who's murdered someone. So usually the value of that art is uh, based on. Uh, you know, obviously if it's a big canvas piece, it's going to be more valuable. Also, what is drawn on there? No one wants to see a serial killer draw a bird or a flower. You know what I mean? There's and a lot of that though. There is a lot of that, but most collectors, that's the stuff that's, you know, usually the well, price. Well, because they're, they're murderers. They're terrible yes. people. You yeah. want to see that. Draw angst. some terrible shit. <laughs> right. You want to see, uh, like the, um, fuck, what's his name? Well, the first piece we ever got the letters. Uh, Jack Trawick. Jack Trawick, like the yeah. Jack Trawick letters. That is a perfect piece for somebody who 
wants to get into this because it's everything you hope for and more because it shows you exactly who he is and why he did it. He goes explicitly into detail about how and why he killed. Um, They were very disturbing. It was probably my least favorite piece, but my most favorite piece at Mm -hmm. the same time, just because it's like, it's a very shocking thing to see is this man's handwriting and in, in his own words, describing what he did and why he did it. And I think that's a lot of the mystique around murderers and serial killers. We We want to know know why we want to know. And let's be honest, dude, if it wasn't a popular thing and so many people weren't into it, literally almost every TV channel is going to have something throughout the day. That's going to be about true crime, about despair, violence, you know, Right. People want to see I mean, that shit. Yeah, there there would be no true crime shows. There would be because let's let's face it, ninety nine percent of the human race isn't going to kill another person or be you know pushed to that point. But we, it's I mean, it's intriguing. We want no to know doubt. why. I mean, I think it's it's all it all has to do with psychology, and I think that people want to buy artwork that is indicative of the the psychological nature of the person who is committing these crimes. You said I think indicative. that that's, <laughs> that's I did say word. indicative. You said dick. I, I do say indicative. Why you why I will fucking kill you if you talk to me again. <laughs> Shut your mouth when you're talking to me. But no, it's a uh I mean that's the that's the more like why you said nobody wants to see butterflies and, and flowers and shit. Yeah. I mean yeah that does exist and it's out there. But isn't it a little bit more interesting or a lot more interesting to actually get a piece that delves into the psyche of this fucking lunatic who did all of these horrible things. Yeah. I think one of the coolest pieces we had, and I don't know if we still have it or not, but it was a serial killer who killed to uh, prevent catastrophic uh, events, you know, earthquakes, so earthquakes and, and stuff like Herbert that. Herbert Mullen, yes, we still have that. And it's it actually was in our museum in Columbus. Awesome. Um, and it's, it's just a, a piece depicting that. It's like a... It's like a room setting, but it's got mm. like cracks and stuff in the room, like a seismic, um, like waves kind of in the thing. And there's just like a, I mean, I don't know. It's really eerie because it's, I don't know if they do that on purpose. I don't know. I, I don't know, but it's really cool. You know, what's really cool, Derek is Alan just sent us 99 stars. Bro. We most certainly Thank appreciate you, it. Alan. Thank you, Thank Alan. You, Someone sent us a thousand stars. We're going to let you pick from these DVDs one through seven, baby. And uh, also, Anthony said, there was a kid who killed six of his friends in my area. Dude is fucked up. And his case was on uh, Discovery ID. So I don't know. Let's talk about about it. Yeah, Uh, Give us the name so we can research it, maybe talk about it on the murder was the case. Yeah, absolutely. Um, And Michael Parton said, OG for life. (laughs) OG, baby. (laughs) Um, Is it okay if I move away from Otis and Henry? Let's do it. Let's do it. So kind of speaking back on the the cannibal aspect of it, I had mentioned in the last murder was the case that there was a serial killer that I was trying to, um, I was trying to hit one of the spots on our trip or one of our trips. Yes. Um, but that's what she said, (laughs) (laughs) but like we couldn't quite get there. It was one of those forbidden spots. Um, and I thought it was New York and it's not, that's what she said. Uh And, uh, it's the guy's name is Joe Metheny. And he looks terrifying, and he's from Maryland. The murders were in Maryland, not New York. But he murdered prostitutes and turned them into hamburgers. Mm. Mm. Joe Metheny. That he sold to the public. Yeah. He mixed them with a beef-pork mixture and fed his entire community. Damn. All, I mean, for years. They he couldn't eat this. just one. They just kept coming. It's like those hot dogs in National City. Dude. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Pulling that old Robert Picton. 
Maybe that's what's in them hot dogs. Why are they so delicious? <laughs> I think that's why the Pictons uh, sold so many sausages. Oh, they did bro. for yeah. sure. Y'all, that's another one we got to talk about eventually for show. That's uh, crazy. So yeah, uh, Joe Matheny instead of burying or hiding his victims somewhere secret, he chopped them up, mixed them with pork, and served them as burgers to unwitting customers from his roadside barbecue stand in Maryland. Um, the murders started about two years before he was arrested. So years that he was feeding human meat to the public. Nobody said anything like was off about the burgers or the meats or anything like that. Uh, He said that people are very close to pork, which I've heard that I've heard several things that people are close to, but serious question. I hate to interrupt you. If you had the opportunity to, if you were overseas and I don't have to be overseas. <laughs> just if it were legal, if it were free legal, range yes. human, you would try a human. I burger? would try it. Yes, <laughs> you fucking damn right. I would, brother. Yeah, at least take a bite to see what's about. Huh? Uh, I'd fucking eat. you give me a steak, brother. I'm gonna eat that whole. What fucking What thing, are you man. gonna taste like if if you were a burger? If I was a burger, I'm gonna taste like <laughs> fucking Reese cups. Yeah, I'd say cigarettes and coffee. Yeah. <laughs> Derek cups. and I would have a very smoky, robust flavor. <laughs> What would my flavor be? A little sweeter. Uh, lots of sweet tea and Reese cups going oh, into yeah. that meat. So uh-huh. you'd have a, a little sweet, probably tangy taste. Tangy. So With your tangy. shitty attitude all the time. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> Damn. Well, man, you know what, Derek? What's that, brother? I think we are about to wrap this up. Unless Is it Chelsea's about that got time? something else you want to add, baby doll? No, if you want to wrap it up, we can wrap it up. We're going to wrap it up. If you guys all like right. what you're hearing, you can go over and check us out on Spotify. It is the Chad Show. And we're going to come back. We're going to be doing this a little bit more often. Uh, probably. At, at a better time. Too. At a better time. Yeah, I think uh, we're, we're logging try- in at 10 o'clock on a Sunday when yeah. people are going to work the next day. Yeah, we're going to try to integrate this into our uh, our podcasting uh, routine. So Yes, we are. So thank you all. So- Absolutely. Are we going to end the recording and give yeah. away a DVD? Yeah, let's do that. The, let's do that. Let's end the, the recording and then we'll stay on the live for just a little bit longer. Go ahead and hit that button. Let's do right. it. Torture. Anal beads. Strangulation. Cake farts. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Murder Was the Case That They Gave Me. Hey, thank y'all so much for tuning in. We're going to hop off here and y'all hang out on us on the live, baby. Love y'all. Well, I do. Love you, bye.